0: Welcome to Finding a Better Way. We're going to talk about childhood trauma, adulthood trauma, and all the in-between. I want to get down to the nitty-gritty, the things that typically get shoved under the rug. It might be about marriage, friendships, motherhood, working out, or working in corporate America. But we will talk about finding joy in chaos. It's going to get messy, but thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Holly. Now let's get real and hopefully relatable. Good morning and happy Tuesday. I just posted an episode like yesterday or the day before and you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and post this one now. That's why I'm saying happy Tuesday. Also, I hope you can hear me. Things are weird. I recorded in my bedroom the other day, left my Mac on the bed with the microphone and everything and the kids may have played with it. So I've literally been testing the volume for probably five solid minutes i listened to that back just to see how the volume was and i didn't mean to say the kids may have played with it the kids did play with it (laughs) they recorded them singing they had fun which is totally fine it is what it is i'm not worried about it so today we are going to talk about adult friendships i've shared some things that have happened uh in the past that have really made me question my value and my worth and Lately, something else has happened, and I find myself in the same predicament, and I'm like, okay, so the truth is I just don't know how to have adult friendships. Obviously, the kids are not back in school yet, so I know that you guys can hear them in the background, so just disregard, but I started making posts saying that I was going to talk about adult friendships and things like that, and I got an influx of responses, in my DMs, I posted a question and I didn't get a lot of responses on the question. So I didn't share them. Um, but people were flooding my flood my DMs. And basically, we're all in this stage of we want these adult friendships and we want people to relate with and people to talk to and to share our journeys with our highs and our lows. But we're having a hard time finding that balance and I think it all boils down to boundaries, communication and expectations. So recently I was telling someone about what I had dealt with more recently and pretty much she told me that I was putting unrealistic expectations on the friendship and I was like, "No. I don't I don't think so." Hold on, I got to clear my throat. And I was like, I don't think so. I just expect communication. I, you know, I send out my messages and I try to be that motivational, uplifting friend. And she's someone I had sent some of these messages to before. And she told me, she's like, listen, sometimes when I get them, I don't know how to respond to them. And she's not the first person to tell me that. So I had another friend that dealt with anxiety and depression pretty bad and she told me that a lot of times she wouldn't respond to my messages because she just didn't know what to say back to them. I guess I guess when I send them, people think that I need that in return. I think it's just my love language is maybe acts of service and uh, words of affirmation. So that's how I give love I've been told I've been doing a little bit of research on our love language barriers and I feel like sometimes the way that we like to receive it is the way that we give it um but that's not that's not everyone's love language so that's hard for me to understand and wrap my head around so I'm out here you know finding some scripture to send a friend with a motivational message telling them to have a kick-ass day you know all the things and then they're not responding and I don't I didn't need anything, but I kind of did some kind of reaction like a thumbs up or a heart emoji or a, Hey, I needed that. Thanks friend. Or, Oh, that's Holly. I I haven't talked to her in weeks. How are you? I mean, just something, but a part of me feels like, I don't know what is going on. There's something in my throat. throat. A part of me feels like That's friendship, right? Communication, open communication, being able to give each other these positive words, but also tell each other when we're having just a really bad day and kind of just all the things. So basically, I put unrealistic expectations on my friendships, and that is not fair for anyone. It's not fair to me, and it's most definitely not fair to the person on the other end of the phone. So... I was kind of just jotting down thoughts and I was like okay so when it comes to boundaries and communication where's the line and who draws it like I don't know the appropriate way to figure that out in a friendship how do you know okay they're going through a hard time they need to be left alone or they're going through a hard time and they need me if you've never had that conversation of oh my gosh I just deleted my whole note oh my gosh there's no way you know sometimes you can shake your phone and get it back Guys, it's not letting me shake my phone and get it back. (laughs) Okay, anyways. So, who sets that? Who sets that boundary if you guys don't talk about it? So, is that what you do? Is it kind of like when you get into a new relationship? Is a friendship the same way? You kind of just have to be like, hey, listen, I suffer with anxiety and depression. When I'm going through my bad spells, I need to be completely left alone. Or I definitely need support. I mean, are those conversations that you have? Because I don't know. I'm not, and I've talked about this before, I'm not one of these people that's had childhood friendships that lasted into adulthood. And it's because I never really, I never found my people in high school. I never wanted to fit in to one specific group. And I just... I wasn't willing to fold all my boundaries in high school. <laughs> and I, now I find myself as an adult and I'm like, what are my boundaries? And when I figure them out, how do I how do I tell someone that I want to be friends with? Nick is an introvert. He is not a people person. He does not like to be around people. He does not care to have friendships. He doesn't care to get to know new people, anything like that. So when I talk to him about what I'm dealing with it he kind of doesn't understand because he's like me and you have each other I don't know if someone needs to hear this I don't know if this is God trying to prevent me from posting this but y'all my throat throat) I'm so sorry but I don't want to stop recording every time I need to cough so Nick doesn't understand it because he's like I got it's me and you it's me and you against the world and we don't need anybody else and I'm like I get that, but I want I want some girl talk, so it, it's rare for me to actually make plans and go through with them. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you, and maybe that needs to be a boundary for me is not even trying to set it up, uh, but I will say when I go, I enjoy myself. Now, I haven't had a girls night in a really long time, but I was doing this Bible study, and there was one night... There was a couple nights where nobody showed up except for me and my friend Grace. And she has been the most supportive friend that I've ever had. And I am so scared because of past relationships, just people outgrowing me or deciding that I'm not for them or, you know, whatever. I have PTSD now and I'm I'm scared. I'm like, I feel like I can just tell her everything and just let her have it. But at the same time, I felt this way in the past and I've ran people off. So I'm scared with her like through text because I don't want to overwhelm her or add to her plate because I've been told that's what I do. And it makes sense because I am a lot. I'm a lot. And I've tried to shift that. I don't know why I am the way that I am, but I am. So anyways, on the nights where it was just Me and Grace, we had just the best conversations. We talked about what we were doing in life. We talked about being stressed about finances. We talked about married life. We told old stories. It was just nice. And times like that, it makes me realize that's, I want that. Maybe. Maybe not every Wednesday night we have margaritas, which I don't drink anymore. But, you know, maybe not every Wednesday night we do this. Or every Sunday night at 2 o'clock we do this. Things like that stress me out. I don't know why, but they do. So maybe it's once a month. We make a pact once a month to go to Taco Bell and hang out for an hour. Or, you know, something. A coffee shop. Anything. And just talk. So that goes back to communication though. And where's the line and who draws it? Where do we where do how do we find where we fit in between motherhood and married life and kids, busy schedules, work schedules, you know, school's about to start back, it's going to be crazy. So, how do we how do we find that line without having communication because it seems like there's an there's also a boundary with oversharing. Um so that goes into what I had next, which was kind of just talking about anxiety and how to navigate that through friendships, through the relationship of friendship. How do you not be a burden, but also sometimes you're going to be a burden. So I struggle with anxiety, overthinking, occasionally depression, and sometimes people don't struggle with that. And sometimes they struggle harder with that. So in adult friendships, are you supposed to talk about your burdens? Do you get to talk about that stuff or do you just have to put a pin in it Um, another thing that I've been accused of and I don't mean to do this I'm never trying to cut someone down I always want to try to be as relatable as possible I want if someone's struggling with something I want them to know that they are not alone or at least haven't been alone and that someone else has done that or something similar so I know y'all can hear the kids So when someone tells me that, you know, they're feeling like the worst mom ever and they tell me the things that they've done or they screamed at their kids today, I wish, I kind of wish that I could just be like, I understand and I see you, but that's not, that's not who I am. So I'll be like, oh my gosh, girl, I get it. Listen, last Tuesday I snapped at my kid, I popped him on the mouth, I could not, think with my heart before I spoke with my mouth and just try to give them a relatable situation. Now, I understand that some people like that. Some people appreciate that, but some people feel like you are just stealing their thunder and comparing. I wish I could think of the exact way that it was put to me, but it was almost like I did not see what they were going through because I was so focused on telling them what I had been through and I mean how do you how so I text my friend Grace right and I'm like this is what I said she sent me voice messages and I have not listened to them yet but I said oh uh, sorry she's texted me a lot how do you keep adult friendships and she was like huh like me personally or just in general I said either or both And then she said, adult friendships are hard. I don't have many. I have acquaintances out the wazoo, but I only have a few that I'm really close to. Not necessarily because I'm awkward in public, though I am, but more because it takes a lot of work and it can be overwhelming. She said to pick three to five people to devote yourself to. Check on them daily and make regular plans with them and just let the rest of the world be an acquaintance. Keep your circle small and then focus on that. On that circle, and then she asked me what was going on, and I was like, "Well, you know, I've I've told you about a few of these things, um, and I just have a lot of people reaching out to me lately, and I'm trying to help people navigate through adult friendships and what that's supposed to look like. And you know, I I told someone else the other day, I was like, you know, people only message me when they need something, and I let that hurt me, and I was telling her, I was like, You know, I won't hear from someone in months, and they'll be like, How are you doing? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing great. How are you? It's been so long. And she's like, Yeah. Um, but listen, don't you know so and so? Do you have their cell phone number? I'm trying to get this done in my hometown. And I'm like, Okay. So it was a check on me, but it was a check on me with an agenda. And she's like, Yeah, but don't you message people sometimes when you need stuff that's kind of that's kind of how it works you know you message people when you need them you reach out to them when you need them and i was like yeah but at the same time if it's somebody i consider a friend you know and i guess that goes back to what grace said are they a friend or are they just an acquaintance and i guess the bigger question for me here is why am i craving friendship i don't know is it because i'm human That's what a lot of people are telling me. So I'm going to read you what she said, and I'm going to take a little bit of a break so I can clear my throat and tell the kids to shut the door. Making, having, and keeping friends as an adult can feel isolating. It seems like an oxymoron, but as kids, we see our friends all the time. We have no responsibilities, so the time we devote to them is spent. She used a word that I have never seen or heard of. Let's see. I don't guess it's gonna let me speak that word um never seen this word in my life I swear she made it up we can't afford to go to the movies because we aren't paying we have time to have a sleepover because no one's relying on us it's easy to take for granted once you get into adulthood you have jobs and families to take care of meals to cook and a house to clean and then all of a sudden you don't have time or money for the friends that you once had and that can make it really hard to have any friends period that's why I say keep your circle small fully devote yourself to a few people so you aren't overextended and you can give more of yourself so I'm i skip down a little bit. And she said, humans are naturally social creatures, which explains why I feel the need for friendship but she says remember the righteous chose their friends carefully and then she put Proverbs 12.26 and then she's like the Bible list um, many verses to help a true friend shows love no matter what Proverbs 17.17 a true friend gives heartfelt advice bringing joy to the heart Proverbs 27.9 a true friend criticizes when necessary but always out of love Proverbs 27.5 through six. And then I'm going to, she sent a lot more, but I said, she said, a true friend positively influences and sharpens you. Proverbs 27, 17. And I'm going to pause with her message and say, first of all, I should have just asked her to be on this podcast with me. You guys would absolutely love grace. Second of all, I want to say that the people that I have lost as friends are all people that I have told Nick have definitely not filled my cup or tried to fill my cup they have not really been positive influence influences it's easy for me to get sucked in and I don't know what that says about me but it's easy for me to get sucked in if someone's gossiping that's why I try to stay away from it but if someone's like listen to this I'm like you're supposed to like say "Mm mm-hmm or okay or walk away and I'm like ooh ooh you know, and then I come home and tell my husband because I tell my husband everything. And I know that I have some working on to do, but it's also important to surround yourself with people that are trying to grow themselves because if that's what you're trying to do is grow as an individual, you don't want to be around people that are plateaued and staying where they're at and not trying to head in an upward motion. Um, another thing that I told Grace is, you know, we're taught as kids kind of those unrealistic expectations and you know I've learned recently that a lot of the stuff that goes on in our childhood is going to transpire later on in our adulthood the trauma that we've been through things like that it's things that we have to work through and you know at a young age it's kind of like well she's being mean to me or this or that and you just you're like okay you're told well don't be friends with them or you repay compliments for compliments and I don't know you you don't learn the true value of what friendship actually is and maybe maybe some of us do and I just didn't and maybe that's why I didn't have that childhood friend that went with me oh excuse me went with me through school and into adulthood so Grace says next, because I asked her about having boundaries in a relationship. She said, in order to have those boundaries you're talking about, which is good, use the Bible as your measuring stick. Do they meet God's standards for friendship? If they don't, Ephesians 5.11 says, have no fellowship with them. Next. And then she asked me about one situation that I apparently um, did not tell her about. And she said, I love the idea of a godly of a podcast on godly friendships and then sent me two, four, five, six, seven and a half minutes of voice messages. So I will get to those later. And like I said, I really just wish that I would have had her on this. Maybe if you guys, if this gets a good, some good feedback, we will do another episode and have her hop on here with me. Um I texted a couple other people. It was like, how do you I said, how do you keep adult friendships? And my I sent it to my dad and he's like, question mark. I said, it's just a general question. And he said, I don't have any. And I sent it to a couple other people and most of them responded with one said, Oh goodness, that's not a question for me. Oh my I cannot answer that as I have no friends. You're the only person I talk to, you know, so obviously this is an area that we're all struggling is so why why is it not talked about more Let's hop back to unrealistic expectations because it really got me thinking when someone told me that I put unrealistic expectations on people and I think that I expect to receive what I give right if I'm giving, given given all I got and you're not giving anything back then it's kind of just frustrating but i I also realized that that's not fair because I don't even expect that with my husband. Me and Nick have talked about how marriage is not 50-50. You know? Sometimes you have 10% and they have to give the other 90%. But I think that that also will correlate with friendships as well because sometimes we're only gonna be able to give 10% or 40% and then they're gonna have to give the other 90 or 60 or, or you're both just gonna be given the bare minimum. I mean, if you, you can only give 10% and your friend is like, oh no, mm-mm. if you're only giving 10%, I'm only able to give 10%. There's 20% in the relationship and that's not what a friendship is. So how, how do you build this? I mean, it, it's got to start with communication and I feel like you have to decide what your boundaries are. You're going to have to realize that you cannot put unrealistic expectations on people. You are not going to be able to expect to get what you give. I feel like that is just unfair, especially because we're all in different seasons of life. We all have different things going on. We all deal with these different mental illnesses and... And it is just not fair. And I did not think about it that way until I thought about the roles being reversed. I thought about me on a really bad day and I've got this friend sending me motivational messages and I really need it, but I'm not able to meet her at that. She's at a full 90% and I'm able to give 10. And I'd never thought about it that way until she told me I was putting unrealistic expectations on a friendship. And... It has just made me reevaluate everything. And it's hard for me because I am such a lover. I meet someone. I tell them everything. I want to know everything. And I want to be friends. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter where you are in life. I feel like We can be relatable. I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And I feel like God puts people in your life. And maybe that's why these specific people that are not in my life anymore, maybe that's why God put them in here because it got me to talking about this and questioning this. And I'm like, okay, maybe I do have some reevaluating to do. I've been telling my husband they're not upholding this friendship they're they sign the oath and they're they're backing out and I'm I'm doing all the things and I'm getting nothing in return and in reality it was kind of like a wake-up call of what are you doing what are what are you expecting from these people why are you putting so much on them as individuals it's like you're relying on them for your happiness or how your day goes you know one person responds in a hateful way you know and it's it also circles back to reading people and just trying to understand and this is why I send voice messages guys because text messages can be read so wrong I've had so many people be like I'm so glad you sent a voice message because when you sent the text message I read it the wrong way and I have always just said what I meant and sent it because I'm I'm like, this is how I mean it. They know how I am as an individual. They should know that this is not backhanded. This is not me being hateful. But people read it that way. And I'm like, why are you friends with me if you think I'm just so hateful that I would just say something so off the wall? I have had to cut this so many times because there is a freaking bug out there circling around one of our cameras and Alexa girl keeps telling me everything that's going on, but I think that's all that I've got for you guys today. I kind of want to put a pin in this and re-record on a day. Maybe me and Grace can go. We've got this little local coffee shop, and uh, it's where we were having our Bible studies and things like that. It'll be quiet. It would just be us. Um, I may message them and ask if we could record an episode there. That way, there's... I know you guys can hear Alexa... (laughs) I know you can hear my washing machine. I know you've heard my kids. So maybe sooner rather than later, if you guys want to hear this, I think me and her will try to get some notes together. And we always have a really good time. The episode is probably going to be the longest episode of finding a better way ever, but maybe we can talk about finding a better way to navigate through adult friendships together. Because one thing I can always count on grace for is to just absolutely pick my brain apart. And She, we we bounce off of each other and play off of each other. So I think it'd be really good. You guys let me know if you want to hear it. I am about to tell her we're about to plan this. Maybe we can do it next week. I have missed her so much, and I actually had to cancel on her this weekend. So I owe her some time anyways. But please let me know what you guys thought about this. Reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know your stories. Let me know what you would add. Let me know your advice for navigating these like uncharted waters. We're really out here, adults paying bills with a whole mortgage and don't even know how to be friends. And it's it's crazy. So message me all the advice. Message me your stories. So many of you guys told me that you had stories. So instead of responding to that question because you don't have a lot of room on there, just go ahead and hit me up in the DMs. I'll screenshot everything. And then hopefully maybe next week I can have Grace on here. I really know y'all are going to love her. Well, I got to get a better microphone situation. But thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for always being so supportive. Please, if you have not already, leave a review, refer it with a friend. I am trying to turn this into something. Heck, maybe one day we will have the Holly show and I can have all the guests and all the co-hosts and all the things on here and it will be sponsored and I will not have to pay for any of it I'm claiming it right now guys (laughs) I hope you have a great week and I can't wait to talk to you next week